I am Tom Holland, and this is Fitness Disrupted 2.0. That was a little loud. Was that a little loud? <laughs> oh, I love my job. I love my job. It's frustrating. It's challenging because I want to do it right. Is, is that too much to ask to, to really help people live their best lives? All right. I canceled my physical, my, my meeting with my doctor uh, for this interview because I had to put it off once already and I didn't want to do it again. So that's how much, that's how much I care about what I do. <laughs> but I got my blood work back. So how, how amazing. And this goes to what we're going to talk about here um, with a great guest I'm going to bring on in a second. Um, technology. So did my blood work. I thought my physical was tomorrow. It's today. It was today. Uh, but I went online last night and looked at the results from my blood work. It's all there. So truthfully, <laughs> I really don't need to go see the doctor, which is kind of scary um, because I know what my blood work showed. Now I'm going to go because there's potentially something I missed, but uh, yeah, Technology. That's what we're talking about here, right? Um, let me give you the bio of uh, my next guest. I love the mix I bring to you, if I do say so myself, right? I've got like the crazy cool Baz Rutten MMA guys. I've got Dr. Daniel Lieberman from Harvard. Uh, you know, Julius Thomas just did an interview with him. Former NFL, you know, uh, great two-time pro bowler who's now pursuing a PhD in positive psychology. Who brings you these guests? I do, right? And I do my homework. As I will tell Jeff, I listen to a bunch of podcasts. Now, I get it, but like, same questions. Kind of boring, all right? So we're gonna have a little bit different conversation, but who is Jeff uh, Morin? Jeff Morin is the Light Sport, uh, which was formerly Light Boxer co-founder and CEO. As an engineer and entrepreneur, Jeff has a strong track record of commercializing innovative or inaccessible technologies to drive mainstream market success. Complicated? Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, armed with a BS in mechanical engineering from the University of New Hampshire and a master's in mechanical engineering from MIT, pretty impressive, Jeff was able to catapult his career by applying his lessons from the non-Newtonian fluids to the working world. That's just a cool bio, right? Uh, Jeff started his career building next-generation unmanned ordnance and reconnaissance robots. I think that's bomb bomb robots, <laughs> uh, followed by leading positions at Form Labs and uh, I think it's DECA, D-E-K-A, DECA, uh, where he helped bring hemodialysis home with HemoCare, which was launched as a clinical trial with CVS in 2019. Like, kind of cool. Did a lot. You know, MIT. Uh, in 2020, Jeff decided to integrate his world of technology with his passion for fitness to launch Light Boxer. Since the inception of the at-home connected fitness brand, which was touted as the Peloton of boxing, the brand has showcased extensive growth by expanding into VR and introducing total body and strength training workouts, utilizing cutting-edge VR features such as pass-through, hand tracking, and mixed reality. Jeff continues to lead the company's growth journey with a recent rebrand and introduction of Lightsport. 
Light Boxer officially announced its reban as Light Sport in March uh, 2023, becoming an innovative and revolutionary trainer-led VR fitness brand providing real trainer guidance. Really cool, so excited, and uh, just so happy to have Jeff Morin here on the show. Jeff, thanks so much for taking the time. We had to reschedule a couple times, uh, but I found that those interviews are always the best. So uh, thanks again for joining us. Awesome to be here. Thanks for having me. So much to talk about. We talked for like 10 seconds before uh, we went live, and uh, I listened to so many podcasts. I do my due diligence. Holy boring, a lot of them. And it wasn't your fault. Um, so I, I want to really d- dig into this. I have uh, a unique set of skills, as I like to say, in this industry. Uh, I've done just about everything um, for many years. So you come from an MIT background. You were building robots. Uh, you had a friend who said, hey, I have this idea. He was hurt, right? Lower body injury. And that's how your original incarnation came to be. Yes, the original white boxer. Correct. Yeah, that's we started off with a hardware product. Um, you know, people called us the Peloton of boxing, but yeah, it was my my co-founder Todd's idea to kind of try to simulate um, at-home sparring with with the users. And and I love I listened to an interview with both of you. He talked about uh, how he got hurt, and I was a trainer, Jeff, for many years in New York City, and women, especially back in the day, men too, but. Um, when I would give out that orientation to try to rope a client into the, you know, personal training package, I would often get the mitts out, right? Women love to throw punches, get the aggression out. So I saw, you know, there, um, just the power of boxing. Um, and that's again, where you started and, and he was hurt. And oftentimes when people, you know, have lower leg injuries, surgeries, they're like, I can't do anything. I'm like, no, you can. There's so many different things you could do, including boxing. And, and that's kind of, I love how it started, right? Is he was trying to find a way to do it when he was hurt during the pandemic. And, and hence this was born. Yeah, exactly. And, and like, he's a pretty intense guy. And, uh, so I think with boxing, there's not only do you have like this upper body cardio and like strength training, but it's just like mentally stimulating to, you know, follow the patterns you're doing the mitt work. So it was kind of a win-win for him. Um, and I think that's what a lot of people find, uh, works for them. And I think before COVID even boxing was one of the like fastest growing boutique fitness, um, genres. So it was, that's, that's kind of what we latched onto and, and led with when we first started. And I just, uh, you know, opened your app right before, grabbed my kids' VR <laughs> headset and uh, opened it up. And it's so cool right from the get-go. So you've got a person right there, you know, um, and you got the little tutorial to get you hooked right away. Um, and again, I, I started in this industry, Jeff, back in the mid-90s. That's how old I am. Um, and none of this was available. So it's amazing. It's so cool. And, and I want to get in deeper, but... Um, you know, you talk about three pillars, the different people you're going after. Um, this is this is different world, and it's a different user that you, I would argue, have identified. Um, kind of the non-exerciser. I mean, everyone's going to try these things and and enjoy them in different ways. Mm-hmm. But this there's a unique user you're going after, like your your core competency. Yeah, yeah, I think to start right. So like people who buy VR headsets right now are like the penguins who jumped off the iceberg <laughs> first. I. They're, they're, they're essentially gamers that they're gamers. They're people who, um, you know, aren't, aren't necessarily the, the CrossFit folks or the people like you doing triathlons. So, um, it's a, definitely a different type of user. 
that said, I think like long-term, um, this technology will evolve and it, it will become smaller. Um, it'll become like more integrated into everyday life, just like cell phones have. And so I think it's kind of walking a fine line of like catering to the folks who are here first in the ecosystem versus like the long-term vision of like mainstream market folks. Right. Um, so, but yeah, it is very, it's a different type of user and we're interacting with them differently. So there's different types of motivators and, um, there's different ways that you can get people to, to continue to use your product, right? Retention is acquisition is one thing and retention <laughs> right. is the other half of the, right. How do you get them using it month after month the subscription, right? We all have the, the phone with all the dead apps, right. That we've tried out. Um, so it's gotta be fun, exactly. but I like that you talk about that too, Jeff is I, I've worked for so many startups. I was out at CES many years ago on a panel, um, celebrity trainers who use tech. And after that panel ended, like just swamped by, you know, this was early stage people trying to get in this game. This was pre Peloton too. I think Peloton was there, but was not what they were. Uh, they were just starting out. Um, but, but you can't be everything to everybody. Right. And, and that's okay. Right. Um, as you said, it's going to evolve. Like I could see this Zwift, you know, I would love to throw this on and see guys behind me, you know, and I know that's, that's kind of here and things like that, but, but you start and you kind of say, okay, here's who we're going after first and then we can evolve, but it's not an all or nothing proposition, which I think is too often out there. hundred percent. Yeah. And we've, I mean, we've already, evolved, we've evolved so much. Right. Um, like I said, we started with the hardware product and we realized like, you know, not everyone has $1,500 for a big bulky, bulky device in their house. And um, again, as these headsets bec become more ubiquitous, like we expect it, uh, it'd be a lot lighter lift for someone to just get the app versus having to get all this extra stuff. So um, yeah, I agree. You can't, you can't cater to everyone. And that's, if you're, if you're a master, if you try to be the master to everyone, um, yeah. you won't really get any, you won't be the, you'll be a master of none. And what I love you talked about um, is the importance of music. I'm a music guy too, you know, played in bands, love, love, love. Uh, you know, the, the power of music is so powerful with fitness and you've talked about that. And when I, I actually came out with my own videos way back when, and when I looked into the music cost, Jeff, it was like, oh my gosh, like how we can't do this, right? And then I looked at Richard Simmons who had covers of, you know, songs and that's still expensive, but not as expensive. And I ended up doing it myself through a Casio keyboard and you know this is again way back um, and then when Peloton came out I was like how are they doing it and you realize well they were doing it kind of illegally and asked for forgiveness not permission but you've identified that you said you know we're going to make a deal is it still with Universal and you're going to give people access to great music and the ability to choose the music as well right yeah that's that's definitely a unique thing for us like people can pick the the songs that they're working out to um, so it's more like Spotify versus you know Pandora or whatever but um it is, it is so important. And like, even, and even just like going to the gym, like if I forget my headphones, I gotta <laughs> go back to my house or I'll go to the store and get some cheapos. Um, but yeah, it's a huge part of the workout. And if anything, like people, some of the biggest requests are like, Hey, can we get this kind of music on here? Um, it's, it's definitely a core focus for folks. And I think again, when we talk about motivators, music is like, definitely top of the list and um it makes a big difference absolutely um yeah i bring i've got the 
you know, Bluetooth headset, Jeff, but I always have a corded set just in case, <laughs> you know, the, yeah. especially when I do events and stuff like right across the Grand Canyon and brought the Bluetooth. But I was like, oh, my gosh, if these die on me or if I lose one, uh, I need that backup. So uh, it's very few, I think, that I've worked with who truly identify the power. They just also don't want to pay for it. Right. It's it's expensive, as I said. Um, and you also identify, you know, the power of the the people. In other words, like. I always say it's about content and it's about the uh, and it's about the person, right? So Peloton got some great instructors and they paid them well, which is is not easy to do. Everyone says they have world class instructors. Um, I would argue very few do, but you, you've identified that that's important um, and the influencer aspect of that, as far as it goes with community and everything else. Yeah, it the trainers is is it's core. I mean, we've tried. We're in Boston, and that's where our headquarters is. And we tried to find trainers around here. And there are a lot of great trainers in person, but then there's another level. Once you have like the camera right. in front of the trainer, right. you you have to be larger than life, right? And so like you really find those people in LA or or New York. Um, New York New York is kind of like the best of both worlds. There's a lot of fitness enthusiasts, and you have people who can actually perform on camera. So. Right now, we film all our content in New York, and um, I'd argue that we have some of the best best trainers in terms of personality, right. um, which is again what keeps people coming back. Uh, if you don't form if you don't form that bond with your personal trainer, then what's the point? Like you're you'll just move on. It's just like working out with a, you know, you could just work out with a machine or something. So that that's a super super important thing for us when we're looking for content. And I'd say that's, again, what differentiates you guys, um, you know, the music, realizing the power of the people. I always say a squat's a squat, a push-up's a push-up, right? <laughs> Who's the person asking me to do it and do I want to do it um, with them? Uh, and I also talk about like the Howard Stern. What's the stat, Jeff? It's something like fans of Howard Stern want listen for an hour or two. People who dislike him listen for four or five hours too. So you can also dislike your instructor, <laughs> right? And uh, yell back right. at the screen. Um, so that, that's huge. By the way, I'm a Boston guy too. Could you do like the Boston bar fights, uh, app <laughs> just to bring me back to my college days. So, uh, yeah, I, yeah. I laughed. I heard the, and you're a New Hampshire guy, right? And hockey too is, is your background sports wise. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably the only place I've really fought is on the ice, but, um, <laughs> no, I, don't, I, got yeah, the... I don't think I'm allowed in South. <laughs> yeah. I got the two boys who are playing hockey now. It's, uh, it's an expensive endeavor, just I think, with with all these sports. But it's so interesting to me, again, grabbing my son's VR and, and seeing this new world and the incredible way you have integrated the person into it. Um, that really blew me away right from the get-go to, to open up the app and to have that demo with the trainer right there kind of walking you through. Such a smart way to do it and, and just an incredible new world, right, where we can literally bring the trainer into the home. And, and that's a huge thing, a huge part of what you're trying to do. And what you are doing. Yeah, that it, it's what differentiates us the most. Like we we were making, you know, real fitness content for the hardware. And now we're making real fitness content for this for this VR and mixed reality space. And I think that's where most of the folks in the like VR mixed reality space are video game developers. We are like fitness at its core with a bunch of tech sprinkled on top. So um, I think we know the importance of the trainers. We're not just like having you do Beat Saber and having <laughs> right. a trainer. Talk, talk Which is fun. You, you can do that too, right? But it's just different. 
it is fun yeah and, and but th for like there's a lot of people doing that i'd say right. you know four out of the five fitness apps are basically beat saber with someone talking in your ear so <laughs> right. um for us like what like with the new headsets coming out and like the quest pro for example they they have this thing called color pass through which lets you see through the headset so you when you're looking you your whole you, you'll see your living room or wherever you are and so now we're we're leveraging that so that it's you're not like in some other gym or you know outer space or whatever you're actually still in your own home you can see your surroundings and then we put the trainer in the room with you there um so this is called augmented reality and then the next layer beyond that is mixed reality when you're actually touching and, and interacting with devices in the space so for example with the new strength training we just came out we make sure that you you have to have um, pass through or, or mixed reality turned on. Okay. So you're seeing through the headset. So you see through the headset. You see your whole environment around you. You see your living room or wherever you're working out. And then we we're using hand tracking. So the the headsets have computer vision that actually recognize your hands, so you don't have to hold controllers or anything. And what that does is it allows us to have the user pick up weights and interact with third party objects. You know, like um, kettlebells or whatever else uh, we want the user to work out with. And we bring that into the, into the workout. So you have a virtual trainer who's there in the space with you and you're able to get, you know, real functional strength training with weights or whatever else you might have. And um, that's, that's kind of like where this technology is going is breathing, breathing life into objects that already exist. Maybe you have like an, I think, you know, in the future, you could have a Schwinn bike from the 1970s and all of a sudden where, you know, we're having you work out similar to like on Peloton, uh, but you don't have to buy the bike and it, it, everything becomes smart all of a sudden when you have this layer of technology that um, can interact with the real world. And that's, that's kind of the, the path that we're going down now is just integrating these third party objects into the, into the space, which is pretty cool. That's incredible. And I think what you also bring that's unique to this uh, field is not only your engineering background, but fitness, right? I think you talk about how your partner was looking for that, right? When he went to find, I guess, someone at MIT and, and connected with you and you had the personal training certification. I've worked with so many companies over the years, Jeff, who have tried to do what you're doing uh, and just do it really badly, right? And I'm sure you, you've, you've come across many of that. You talked about like, the Schwinn bike, there was one company, it shall remain nameless, but, you know, did this retro bike with the Paperboy app, and it was just like, this. these two things should not go together, right? And I kind of, like, the user who would buy that bike and then the app, it just made no sense. And so I love that you're doing what you just described, right? It's like, hey, let's use what they have. Let's do strength training. Um, and, and again, bring that into the home. What's the challenges though? Like there's gotta be huge challenges to doing what you're doing um, or everyone would do it, uh, but they also don't know what they're doing are you too, from a fitness standpoint. So what are the challenges you have right now? Um, I think one is just, um, you know, we're early in, in VR or mixed reality space, right? Like your kids have a headset, but um, not a lot of folks above, you know, 40 years old will have a headset. Right. So I think we're waiting for this like market penetration to happen, which definitely will. If, like I've said this before, if you look at the the like history of technology or like media consumption, it went from like movie screens to to TV screens to computer screens to phone screens, 
Um, so this, the screen just keeps getting closer and closer to your face. And the obvious like next one is, you know, glasses or something. And then eventually your brain, who knows? <laughs> but um, right. I think like, like the availability of these devices is, is definitely um, one thing. Another thing is like just advertising in general, like we're advertising an app that runs in a headset. So you'll, you'll see these ads like, you know, on, you'll learn about us on the computer or your phone, but then you have to like remember and go to your headset. (laughs) So like that cross, that cross platform, you don't just like click and boom, you're like in the headset all of a sudden. Um, So I think there are, there, there are some challenges there. Again, like even just the technology in general is challenging where the, the headsets you're wearing essentially a computer on your face. Right. Right. And so there's, there's definitely trade-offs to the processing capabilities of, of the computer right now. Um, so there's a lot of tricks, like, like what kind of graphics can you show? What kind of interactions can you show? Um, and there's a fine line of like, here you have this immersive 360 degree experience that, um, that's super motivating, but then (laughs) if you have these stupid avatars or really crappy graphics for your environment, then what's the point. Right. So I think that's also, um, a challenge, but it, it will get fixed. Like technology is going to always get better. Processing power gets better. So, um, I'm really, I'm really looking forward to these next, uh, next gen headsets that are supposed to be coming out at the end of the year. And, and that's what was really different. Cause I've done a bunch of beta tests for, for different companies trying to do similar things to what you're doing more. I think one was group cycling, things like that. And to your point, like <laughs> it was kind of creepy. It was, you know, and I, maybe I'm not the target demo for, for that specific, um, app. Uh, but, uh, that's what, again, surprised me when I, I turned yours on and, you know, you got a real person right in front of me who's talking to me and it wasn't this weird, creepy, you know, uh, kind of cartoonish thing. Um, and that's really, that's really motivating. I, I remember Jeff way back before Mirror came out, I had a friend who kind of had the idea for it and he said, hey, try it out. I go, it's a trainer in your home. It's Zoom. Like what, what's the difference? And I, I tried it and it was different, right? Because there were certain things you could do um, with graphics and um, heart rate on the screen and, and, and measuring stuff um, that was just really surprising to me from someone who was a trainer for so many years. So that's super exciting. Um, again, you know, it's not, we're going to replace the trainer. I think we still need in-person stuff, obviously, and, and if you like that, but um, you're really bringing it into the home in a way that, that I haven't seen before, um, which is pretty exciting. Yeah. And what's like, what's interesting to me is like the, there's, there's just trainers that are better than other trainers. Right. Um, but they, they can only train so many people at once in person. Like the best trainer in the world can, you know, train if you're doing a class, maybe 30 people, if you're doing one-on-one it's, it's, there's only so many hours in the day. And so like what this, what this allows us to do is like really increase the exposure of these superstar trainers that have, will have like a, a bigger impact in terms of the health and eff- effectiveness of the workout. Um, and so it's kind of like the users, the users get the benefit of having a way better trainer than they ever would. Like I'm in New Hampshire. How many great trainers are around here? <laughs> <Right>. uh, <laughs> versus like four. And so like, it, yeah, four. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it just, it, it increases the likelihood of you getting an awesome workout, but also like for the trainers, it, it increases their exposure. Um, and I think that's what Peloton has done well. Like they, their trainers have, you know, contracts that are yeah 
um, ridiculously lucrative. movie star contract. Yeah. yeah. But but so. you get that, Jeff. And I, and I heard that in your interviews. And, you know, again, uh, many of the fitness startups I worked with, like they pay you really well out of the gate. <laughs> they go, we can't, we don't have the money anymore. And so it kind of fizzles out. Um, but as you're describing, it's a win-win, right? Because you've talked about uh, how, you know, the people want that influencer. They want that connection. So by building that following, um, it benefits both sides. Uh, and I was at the level, you know, back in the day where you get to you start charging insane amounts per hour, right? If you're a trainer and you go, well, there's only so many hours in the day, so I, I'm going to charge more. And it's a clientele, I would argue, that many trainers don't necessarily, you know, the person who can afford three or 400 an hour um, might not be the person you want to get out of bed for. They're the ones who say, you're not turning the Stairmaster on. I'm just going to talk and drink coffee. And um, if you want to change <laughs> people's lives, right, as you're saying. Um, so that's really refreshing to hear from your side of the you know, picture that um, you're building talent and, and it's a win-win. Yep, 100%. And yeah, I think like... Again, with these, the headsets, you're talking about like mirror and being able to show different graphics and stuff. Right. There's another layer of like tracking, right? Like we're talking about hand tracking. Like we know exactly where you're moving. We know where your head moved. Did you squat low enough? Did you move left or right? Was it, was your timing right? Timing, accuracy, like acceleration of all these movements. So it's a whole nother layer of accountability um, that we can weave into the workouts. And I think, you know, it's as, as these like models get better and better, especially with all this AI stuff buzzword, but, um, like it's, it's only gonna, the feedback loop towards the user is going to get greater and greater. I did. I, and I did listen to your podcast and like, you know, too much technology and how far, like what track, like when do you go too far with tracking? Right. Um, but in this case, I think like when it's immediate feedback, like did you do the squat right? right? Was your form good or not? So you're not getting hurt. And so you're getting the most out of the whatever, 10, 20, 30 minutes you're doing. Right. Um, that kind of, that kind of feedback to me is super valuable. It's huge. It's huge. I just, I've, you know, worked with a bunch of companies, um, who did it really poorly. Um, you know, and one example I give the first, uh, experience I had with it, it was, I was doing leg lifts, right? Which first of all, I don't do, you know, I don't know back in the day, we all did those, right? Football, it's like six inches off the ground. Okay. Well, the farther my feet are away from my body, the more stress on my lower back. So when I do uh, lower ab type crunches, I do 90 degrees and, and it's a certain range of motion. This app was telling me, straighten your legs, straighten your legs, straighten your legs. Now I'm you know, advanced enough to know what to do, but that scared the heck out of me thinking of the average person who's like, oh, okay, I'm going to, now this is an extreme example, but it literally was the first experience I had with, I would argue, a poor AI correcting, right? So the AI is as good as kind of the fitness people they bring in to give those clues and cues and things like that. Um, but again, from what I experienced with yours, and because you have a fitness background, I'd argue it's different, right? So uh, yeah, I mean, show me what to do and don't get, you know, help me to not get injured, right? That Those are the two things we're trying to do. Yep, exactly. I think, yeah, if you have bad bad training or bad models, then it's, it's the opposite. And so you really have to know what you're doing and not actually have, like like our, our head trainer, Anthony Cuccelli, like he knows ex exactly what's good for you and what's not good for you. And I, I can't tell you how many times you, like we'll review, we review all the workouts we make and stuff. Right. We throw, we throw away, we throw away around like, I don't know, 15% of the content we make 
because he'll say like, oh, this is like a totally, this, this isn't good. Or, you know, the trainer said something wrong or, right. Um, so we're like, we don't want, we're not just putting anything on there. We make sure that it's good. Right. And I'm being a stickler, I know. Um, but th- this has been my experience in this world, right? Is the kind of um, disconnect between the people who've got the technology background and the people who have the fitness background. And there's very few people who, you know, it's hard to make a career out of fitness um, and truly knowing biomechanics and things like that. So that's great to hear. And it's tough to, I'm sure it's tough to throw that, you know, uh, those workouts out. You're like, hey, we paid for this. This is, this is content. We don't want to get rid of it. But, you know, if you're truly in it. And again, Jeff, I'm like the guy who really wants to help people and doesn't want to hurt people. Um, it's great to hear. And it's, you know, when you have the MIT background and the personal training certification, you've already differentiated yourselves, I would argue, from from many in this space. Um, where do you see what's what's coming up in the next year? I mean, you've obviously just rebranded. Um, so went from boxing to personal training and, and other stuff. Um, what's coming up in the next year? Um, yeah, I think like obviously these these were were getting ready for these next gen headsets. That's one thing. Um, I also think, you know, we had amazing success with, we, we rebranded from Lightboxer to light sport because, you know, now we're offering total body workouts. We're offering, um, we're offering the strength workout. So I see us adding more of that, like different types of modalities, um, just so that we can be the one stop, one stop shop for the app. Um, when we, when we actually did the, the name change and with the strength edition, our conversion rates. So like we have a free, it's, we have a freemium app it's called. So like you can try, try out the app. Um, there's a few workouts of each type. And then we try to get people to convert into the subscription if they like it. Sure. Um, when we did this name change, it went and added, added strength, like our conversion rate, um, quadrupled. So it's been like way higher quality, um, people coming through the door. And people seeing the value in the strength training um, as a differentiator in the space. I think within VR, there's a lot of boxing apps because your hands are in front of you, and um, you know that's shadow boxing with controllers. Um, it's really it's easy to do. It's kind of like what headsets are set up to do. So, right, um, doing this full, full body stuff differentiates us, and I see us adding more. You know, maybe yoga or some Pilates or something else like that. Um, getting into other things so that we can reach a new type of user that that we haven't seen yet see that would be me jeff because i'm not going to (laughs) embarrass myself in a yoga i I do occasionally but uh that's something i would want to do and will do in the privacy of my own home (laughs) right it's the the yoga for the guys like me um and i assume and you've talked about like your demographic obviously skewed uh younger but with the ad, advent of the um, adding the uh, strength, it must get the older people as well. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely as we see like mass market folks buying the headset, like even just within the last year that we since we launched in March of last year. Um, so we, within the last year, um, we've seen this our our demographic getting slightly older and older, which is it's pretty interesting. It's not just kids. Um, and a lot of it we see in our reviews, it's like a mom who tried out her kids like headset to see what was on there and, and downloaded the app. And now she ended up having to buy a second headset for, (laughs) for her son. Um, but yeah, a lot of that, um, we have, we've actually, we have over a million, we've, we hit the million mark now. Wow. um, Congrats. A million people. That's amazing. That's hard to do. (laughs) That's, you know, yeah. 
Um, and you talked about, I don't know if you're still doing it, but do you still have the partnership with Dick's Sporting Goods? Are you still doing things like that? Uh, no, that was when we were doing more, um, more of the hardware side of things. Gotcha. Um, we were, we, we actually had, we were selling the hardware in their stores, but, um, we are, we're, we are looking at like doing some other integrations, um, with other like brands, apparel brands and fitness brands kind of doing feature gotcha. co-workouts, like maybe have their, like their trainers add a different like flavor of, of workouts to the app. So those are those are some of the other things we're working on. We also do like <clears throat> artist series, like we did a Machine Gun Kelly artist series. Um, I'm trying really hard to get like an artist to actually come in and and work out with our trainers from one time, like go to the green screen room and um, show up in the app. That'd be pretty cool. So no, yeah, there's a lot of a lot of cool. <laughs> no one wants to. Um, it's, <laughs> yeah, people want when we're like, we'll put you in VR. They're yeah, like, that sounds awesome, but like coordinating these celebrity schedules is not not easy yeah um so i i think we're getting close to, to doing one right now but it'd be pretty cool like that's that's like i see i see this as like a fitness platform where you you can work out with someone face to face but it could be applied to a lot of other a lot of other areas where you know you're putting anyone that you admire in front of you is is really cool so um that's that's one of our goals is just to have different different folks in the space that you might not see every day and you had some partnerships i i listened uh to a podcast with different music um listen i'm old because i didn't recognize some of the names but uh so you're already doing that getting the celebrities on board you know if not right in the studio but just uh different partnerships and things like that yeah the universal deal has been awesome like they've been very supportive um, i think you hear a lot of nightmare stories with music licensing but um with universal it's just like all their sub labels like um def jam records and um virgin all these guys like they support us with with artists and um they like let us know hey this is a new track that's dropping soon can we coordinate it and have it um on your app the same day that it launches and to the to the the mass market so that's that's been very helpful for us to kind of stay stay relevant um not just not just old music kind of like the Fortnite model you know that i'm <laughs> watch with my kids right and the artists it's, it's such a cool world jeff and and i i you have taken on an enormous task and and you are doing it better than anyone i've seen right now in this specific space so congrats and a million downloads is is absolutely amazing and listen you're helping people get healthy and there's nothing cooler than that i say like we're selling the best product in the world, right? So, um, what's what's the ten year plan? Just as you said, is it to you know be the peloton of this space? I hate to make comparisons like that, but you know, it's easy to understand. Just be like the strength training, the home workouts, VR, uh, and kind of own that space. Yeah, I think like I'm really, I'm I'm really bullish on the space. I think like being the first in in this like emerging market, um, like where this is just the beginning, like of of mixed reality and i think eventually the headsets will look like you know your everyday glasses so microsoft word for example there's nothing that special about it but they were kind of first at the computer scene and now everyone uses microsoft word for a long time um so i think if you're if we can cement ourselves as like the go-to app early on that would be pretty big um i also see a lot of other like a lot of these other hardware companies are struggling like we were Luckily we were small enough and we were able to pivot 
to this, you know, software model. Um, but I see a lot of other, doesn't look good for a lot of these other hardware companies because it, <laughs> yeah. yeah, the market is so the market's so saturated. The cost of acquisition is so high. Um, you know, COVID pulled in demand. It didn't generate new demand, and they're all sitting on this inventory that is aging. So, um, I'm, I think either we'll see we'll see a lot of other companies coming into this space that are like the big brand names that you might recognize, or we'll see, you know, a consolidation. They won't be, you know five different bike companies and three different rowing companies, they'll start to consolidate. And, um, some of them hopefully will look, <laughs> look for folks like us to kind of help them build, build apps and stuff like that. So you guys I, pivoted well. Yeah. There was a lot of fitness companies who I say, you know, thought they did a great job over COVID the, the world changed. <laughs> they didn't change. Right. And, and now, you know, uh, the truth is, is coming out. Um, and yeah, yeah, listen. The first uh, three minutes of using your product, I, I was, I was ridiculously impressed. So, um, wish you huge success. Um, so excited to see where you take it. And uh, you know, um, I'd love, yeah, some kind of bike aspect, as you said, right? If I can use my own bike instead of buying another one, that, that's that's incredible. And, and as you're saying, with the new technology the potential for that is, is pretty, pretty close. Yeah. And I, like you, like you mentioned, like bringing people working out together, like we have challenges, like you can challenge me. If you, you do a workout, send your Boston butt is my username. Okay. So you can challenge me on there. But uh, uh, I think like eventually we'll be able to put people in the same room together. Like, like what is, what do gyms have that at home fitness doesn't, you know, it's the trainers, it's the equipment. And then it's the people like the other people around you are motivating too. So I see that as like the next step where if we're, we're friends or whatever, we can do this workout. We can either say, wow, this is really hard. This sucks. Or, oh my gosh, I'm doing so, <laughs> I'm doing just, so much better than you. <laughs> yeah. I just have to figure out, like uh, I did a episode on Peloton cheaters, you know, how to kind of <laughs> screw around with the, uh, the uh, wattage and things like that. But uh, listen, thank you so much for taking the time. Uh, I'd love to have you back when, when, you know, uh, things change and, and to see where you are, but um, it's so cool. And, and thanks for, um, you know, taking fitness and bringing it into the home and, you know, it's not replacing people. It's an adjunct to, right. Um, I always say like movie theaters will be around Jeff, right. Which sometimes we want to go be around people. Oftentimes we don't. right? So having both options is just awesome. And, and you guys seem to be doing it pretty darn well. Thanks. Uh, really happy to be on here. Yeah. I think accessibility is king. So uh, if we can make things accessible, whether you like to go somewhere, you like to be at home, then it's and kind of a win-win for everyone. I'll leave you with this. Are, are you a Bruins fan? Are you in mourning? <laughs> I am in mourning, but I luckily have the Celtic. Celtics had a great game last night. So uh, we can um, still be friends. That's, that's I'm Rangers and Islanders, which doesn't go together. But, uh, you know, <laughs> if you're what happened there? I mean, the Bruins with like, you know, the greatest season ever it just shows you like such a great lesson in life. right? Uh, it's where you, you end yeah. up, not where you start. Right. It's kind of classic, classic Bruins. I think besides 2011 team. Um, yeah, we've seen. We've kind of been trained on this at this point, but it's still, it's still, <laughs> you're, still you're, tough. It still stings, but not, uh, yeah, you're a, a Massachusetts fan in a, in a unique way. Well, again, thank you so much for taking the time. Um, look forward to speaking with you again, and I look forward to getting the premium version and, and working out and challenging you as well. All right. Thanks, Tom. All, All right. Have a great day. Thanks so much, Jeff. All right. See you. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. 
All right. And there you have it. How cool is this? So it's always uh, tough to have conversations about fit tech, right? Um, especially when, you know, you can't see it. You haven't tried it. Uh, I just, uh, I, I only bring you the best guests, right? And I get pitched fit tech people frequently. I try just about everything. I feel bad because <laughs> Jeff listened to that podcast I did on fit tech. I, I think he understood what I was saying though, right? It's whatever works for you, right? And we just want options, 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 options. And that's, that's where I think, that's where I know so many companies fall short is they're telling you this is going to take the place of. Now, if it does, whatever that is, take the place of you going to the uh, spin studio or going to the, the gym to work out with a trainer, whatever. That's fine. But it doesn't have to. Right? We want, I want as many options as possible. If I want to do Jeff's, you know, boxing uh, workout, then, then I want that option. And, and he actually says that in other interviews as well. Um, and he has just that crazy unique experience, right? In education, the MIT bomb uh, making or bomb, uh, what do they call it? Uh, let me look back here. Uh, uh, unmanned, yes, building uh, next generation unmanned ordnance and reconnaissance robots. Like, so cool. But I'll say it one final time. The difference I think Jeff brings to this table is his fitness side. And, you know, the, you got the techie people, you got the fitness people, uh, and the divide and, and bringing those two together is really tricky. It costs a lot of money. Uh, it's hard. So I wish Jeff the best. Again, check it out. If you've got a VR, if your kids have a VR like mine, uh, the battery ran out right before, um, well, right, right, right before I went to, uh, get ready for the podcast. So I got to check it out, which is, which is really cool. And, and I love that you can try it out, right? So light sport, you got the VR, pull up light sport, try out the little demo version. As I said, it brings you on right away, kind of hooks you in. Uh, and if that's something you're going to get into, or you'll do occasionally, you don't have to do it all the time, um, then, uh, then get it. Very cool. So again, thank you, Jeff, for taking the time. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Going to bring you such a mix of different uh, guests. Uh, have some great guests coming up as well. And it's going to be the mix. We're going to have the PhD people. We're going to have the fit tech people. Uh, and I'm just going to bring you an unbiased, hopefully. <laughs> we all have slight biases, but biases. But um, yeah, my bias is uh, that I want us to live our best lives. That's it. And whatever it takes to get there, uh, I will try. Uh, and I hope you will too. All right. Uh, Tom H. Fit, Instagram. Tom H. Fit is Twitter. Reach out, questions, comments. You can go to teamholland.com as well um, and email me through the site. Uh, please follow the show, subscribe, whatever way you can support it is greatly appreciated. R uh, ratings, Apple ratings. If you're listening on an Apple, come on. I had what, I think 300 or 400 ratings for uh, Fitness Disrupted. We got to build up the new one. And this is new, well, 100 plus shows now, uh, because I want to bring you the best uh, and control it <laughs> with the sponsors or lack thereof that I want. I, I take this way too seriously, to a fault, bringing you only stuff that I believe in and have tried and will use, all right? And I definitely think you need to check out 
uh, light sport. See what you think. See if you like it. See if your kids like it. Kids need to be moving more. 20-somethings too. All right, enough. Uh, Again, thank you for listening. Uh, And remember, there are three things we all control. How much we move, what we put into our mouths, and our state of mind. And that is awesome. I am Tom Holland. This is Fitness Disrupted. Believe in yourself. And now, Jack LaLanne. I want to tell you how fortunate you are to have someone like Tom just trying to help you to have a better life.